okay. Yeah, he's here, Mike. You don't have to stress anymore. What was talking about? Nigga, <laughs> 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 I the luck like this <laughs> listen bro as long as I'm editing I have full control and full this power this why I will forever say niggas ain't shit that's not how that works but I hear you <laughs> anyways hello 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 welcome sweet do you want to introduce good? yourself I don't know how to introduce myself, but your, your name, your age, <laughs> where you from? You just forgot all about that. That's all, Jesus. Uh, yeah, my name is Sui. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I'm Zambian. I'm a photographer. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's dope. That's dope. And we have to reintroduce ourselves because um, I can't include yesterday's audio. Um, so I'm Michael. I'm 21 years of age. Um, I'm a Nigerian, but a lot of people sometimes mistake me for Canadian. But I have to usually correct them to tell them that I am an, indeed Nigerian by blood. Davido is my father. Brenda is my uncle. Tiwa Sabu is my aunt. We live next to each other. Um, and yeah. Babe, I don't remember having a child with my husband. Davido and I don't have kids. I'm that's sorry. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because ain't Davido like 30 something? What's going on? Okay. <laughs> and what about it? What do you what mean? What do you mean? Like, we just got married, like. What do you mean? <laughs> First of all, he's a cheater, psychological cheater. I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> Um, he has never cheated on me. Like I'm constantly checking his phone. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. Argue with yourself, because <laughs> I'm gonna argue with my dead cat, bro. <laughs> so you can introduce yourself. Yeah, to the new listeners and to the old listeners who have forgotten who I am. I'm Ellie. I go by all pronouns. I'm 18, and I'm Tanzanian. Uh, most people don't believe that I'm Tanzanian because they think I don't sound Tanzanian, um, which sucks because I love my country. That's cap, but you know, <laughs> I love my country. Um, what else? Your balls say that like we're like, not in the country right now, and they won't, they ain't finna hear this. And act out no, 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 I'm not gonna use it here anymore. Freedom of speech. Hey, you're still wilding, but I'm out. I'm out. You always and it's a combination of what we both have interest in. It's not it's not our favorite thing, but it's what we both have high interest in. I, I enjoy anime. That's why I use the name Luffy. If anyone knows Monkey D Luffy, shout me out, DMs and all that. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's um that's why I picked the name Luffy. And I'm a whore for raw meat, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> no. no, but I I actually love sushi. Like I would drop everyone and everything just to eat sushi. Like no cap. Um, is, is it like crack? It, it's better than crack, Jeremy. It's All better. Right, than crack. you're still wilding. 
<laughs> we're gonna keep a lot of it. So today's topic is a follow up from our previous one of our previous podcasts called Mental Health. Today we're having a special guest named Sui who's gonna discuss about Ellie. If you could continue. Well, yeah. So I think in honor of like suicide awareness month i feel like it's really important for us to talk about mental health again um and i feel like it would be really nice to get a perspective from to get the perspective of like um another man because i feel like mental health um we don't talk about mental health a lot especially when it comes to men because um even in our previous podcast episode um, at the end, like I told, like I was, I mentioned the fact that, you know, for men, like they shouldn't feel bad for talking about like their emotions, you know, like talk about like their mental health because it's okay. So I feel like having a perspective, having the perspective of like two different men who have come from different walks of life, you know, I feel like that's really, really important. like asking like i feel like this should know, be an right? easier way to you know address it rather than like it's, yes it sounds it sounds very like it's like saying oh it's like it's like it's like a, it sounds kind of like a slur like you know calling yeah like, right so, <laughs> that's why I, I was like i was kind of beating around but like i can you kind of get me when i say you know what is what is it yeah right it's been mental disorder Yeah, Sui, do you want to start us off? No, you don't need to do all that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to do all that. (laughs) I swear he was just here. All right, not sure what's going on with his internet, but so um, <laughs> um, I guess we'll just keep talking until everything okay. patterns up. But yeah, mental illnesses with men. I'm, I'm not, let's, I guess that's really our focus today. When it comes to men and mental illnesses, I feel like a lot of men actually are depressed and like obviously a lot of people are depressed but a lot of men are depressed and they don't they don't care about it let alone other people caring about it because it's very common within friend groups to not speak about you know problems you know i know as a guy man myself like when i'm chatting with my friends we don't chat about you know our guangs we don't chat about not even talk about mental health issues and get along that but like we don't chat about you know financial issues you know problems with the families like not even in group settings but like even with like one-on-one you know when we're having like detox you know when we talk about it it's kind of it's kind of like ting and like it seems kind of like weird and awkward to chat about you know and to an, ex- to an extent I think it's okay to a certain extent but sometimes it's the need is you know 
I I'm I'm somebody who I don't like I like manifesting a lot and when and when it comes to manifestation in my energy I like keeping my energy positive so even when I want to address the problem in my life I rather I speak about it like the problem is already passed rather than saying it and like keeping that energy to myself so that's how I've kind of always been in life so I I don't even like telling about my problem because I kind of I like I I address it like it's already gone you know so yeah. uh, most times it's good and I think that's what keeps me like that's why my energy is usually like good but like sometimes it gets overwhelming and the only people I can chat to is usually shorties you know it's never it's never really niggas I can talk to about you know how I'm feeling deep inside and like all that it's usually shorties that you know that understand and are willing to listen you know when they're able to but not really niggas and it is kind of a problem when you deep it deep it because i feel like it make a lot of friendships more closer more intimate and mm-hmm. less off the surface because a lot of a lot of friendships with guys is not bad like i can be like i know a couple guys i can rely on and call on and be like what if i need help financially or something i could send them a text and they they'd help me out you know but when it comes to mental health issues guys aren't really trying to chat about that you know we'll just chill you know we don't we don't really like discussing all that because it's just it seems kind of off i guess especially as a i'm a a black man you know it's different as a black man too so that's one of the things i've noticed within like my own friendships and as a man black man myself you know it's not easy to address these things you know, even friends that go through it or like, you know, uh, that are like going through super serious issues will still undermine it when they're chatting about it, guy friends, you know, because guys just don't like chatting about problems in general because mm-hmm. we just, we'd rather not, you know, it's crazy to deal with and, and I think that's one of like, I remember when I was younger, I chatted to my mom about it, but like that's one of the reasons why a lot of men commit suicide and the suicide rate with men is higher because we don't like to chat about problems we rather you know would you know deal with it and get over it rather than like talk about it you know yeah. and to a certain extent it's also like societal pressure too I feel like it's not only just because of guy friendships and guys don't like talking about problems but a lot of guys like we like when it comes to getting a companion, especially you know, heterosexual companions, like a lot of like in a lot of relationship dynamics, as we've been brought up growing up, we don't really see our dad. Like a lot of people don't see their dads, or they're not close with their dads. They don't have fathers, or when their dads are having problems, they always see their dad solve the issue, while you know their mom is like supporting. But dads always just solve it, and it's kind of expected of a dad to man up and like you know uphold values and a lot of like i've seen a lot of people try to support and be like oh like you know you should talk about your problems with your shawty but it gets to a point where when a man seems very weak because he seems he's just complaining constantly but a lot of shawties don't find it remotely don't find a guy as attractive anymore and i think a lot of shawties really would like and if anybody's offended by the term shawty i apologize you can get 
you know dm me if you're offended by it but i feel like a lot of saudis like even when they say like like you should chat about your problems and you should be open about it talk about your problems with me all the time and all that like what's going in your head and how you're feeling like if a man was to just sit down and chat about it constantly he would very much be seen as weak you know especially in the society that we're living in like people want to deny it but a lot of times it that is usually the case and it's hard to try to break out of that you know especially when you want somebody or you also want your you also want friends to not see you as weak as someone who's whining and complaining all the time you also don't want your body to see you as weak because you want you want like one of the things a lot of girls look for in a heterosexual relationship is they want a guy that they can be secure with you know a guy yeah. who is you know secure and can solve things like you know he's financially stable he's on good looking all this he just he just seems well put basically and like a lot of shows won't go for guys that seem like they have a lot of problems so that's another societal pressure that a lot of men have to go through that force them to not chat about if they if they have you know ADHD or if they have you know if they're depressed or if they have you know something that's actually mentally limiting them and limiting their capacities and it creates a deep you know so yeah that's my outlook on like mental health issues with men like it's it's very difficult to even want to branch out and break out and talk about things you rather just deal with it yourself because of the pressure there you know like even like even when like i think even if you get like you get married to like the shot of your dreams this i feel like that pressure is still kind of there like you can chat about it but like when you're not solving it or you're like doing anything about it and like you're just kind of like whining and complaining about it that weakness is shown and it makes you less attractive and it makes a woman feel less secure with you and that's the pressure a lot of guys face too and that's why a lot of men don't want especially heterosexual men that's why a lot of heterosexual men are you know misogynistic too because weakness is seen as unattractive and like i said people might want to argue with it and be like no no it's okay to show weakness here and there and all but people a lot of people chat more than they actually realize a lot of people actually say things more they they think they're going to be okay with something but when it comes to the actual situation they don't know how to you know react because if it's already telling a man to be open and chat about their weaknesses then she then that that would mean that she would need to step up you know and when she's stepping up and the man is stepping up then like there's this the dynamic that was there like it's just it's a whole complicated thing to even go into but there's a lot of insecurities and I, i'm going to call them insecurities with men actually no i don't want to call it insecurities but one that's one of the deep rooted problems why as to why men aren't exp- like openly expressive about their emotions or their mental health issues or that's why they that's why it leads to a lot of suicides leads to depression like these niggas out here they're all sad <laughs> let me be honest with you. a lot of niggas i know are sad and you can just tell you know like <laughs> they be doing things that they they don't really want to do because they haven't addressed a lot of issues because they don't really know how to address it because of the pressure you know? that's yeah. that's why i say for that 
Okay, I'm not necessarily going to speak on this because um, I'm not a man, you know, even as much as I would like like to be a man. <laughs> I'm not a man, so I'm not going to do a lot of speaking. But like, just to comment on like what you were saying, especially when it comes to like the societal pressures. I think like, well, I know from like a very young age, even in like our African culture and all that, um, men are told like you know they they have to be strong like they're not allowed to cry they're not allowed to show emotions because if they do then they're not a real man you know so from a young age that's what they're taught and like that's how their mentality is and that's why as they grow older they don't necessarily know how to show their emotions they don't know how to talk you know about their about how they're feeling and like what's going on with them like mentally so you can't necessarily blame them for not wanting you know to open up because from a young age that's what they've been taught you know to do and like um i feel like um to talk about what you were saying about like um yeah people saying that um men can open up to them and all that i feel like honestly speaking maybe maybe it's, it's just me because like i'm a woman you know like i feel like these days people have become like more open-minded you know and like they actually want they actually want to be there for men maybe in other like cultures like pe- where people aren't as open-minded maybe that's the case they're like oh, okay yeah you can talk about how you're feeling but then they end up seeing you as weak maybe that's the case in other cultures but the way i see like the way the way i see like through social, social media and me talking to like my friends the ones that i know of of course um like they're willing you know to help men and like talk to them about their issues because people have seen that it has become it is becoming like a recurring problem where men aren't able you know to talk about how they feel and all that and that like i can even talk about like my own father like he doesn't necessarily always talk about like his problems like even to my mom like he doesn't like um he would rather like use alcohol you know to to help him get through like his emotions and this isn't just for him like i know a lot of african men you know or men in general that would rather abuse alcohol that would rather abuse drugs that would rather abuse their partners and ever talk about like you know their emotions and the way the way that like them abusing like drugs and like alcohol or like their partners or that is their way of like dealing with emotions like instead of talking about it you know It's just like I said. It's just, it's just, it's a the, the subject. It's it's very crazy to chat about because your deep root is not even. It doesn't even just come from only saying, "Oh, be a man, don't cry." Like there's a lot of deeply rooted stuff in society that pressures a lot of men to act the way that they act and to you know be the way that they are. You know, because like I saw something crazy the other day. Especially like now, I'm kind of branching to like men pressure, masculine pressure, but like, like for example, not not men are trash, but like I think I forget what it was exactly, but something like that. Like the lot of men that act the way that they act, you know, these guys that like are like a very small percentage. You know, the men that men that abuse power and like they have the financial, you know, gains to do it and act the way that they act. 
like that's a very small percentage you know a lot of like men who are in that percentage look up to that those successful men and how they act and they listen to their teachings they listen to everything and it's like when someone seems like they made it there like you just kind of want to follow them and act the way that they act and do the things that they do but it's just it's weird man like like a lot of people take like marriage advice from will smith and relationships back to will smith and personally as the last person ever want to take relationships back from i don't know what people do that's that's an off topic but like all these men that in higher places act the way that they act their arrogance their alpha mentality be a man bro a lot of men want to fall that because they want to they want they want women to be secure in them they want you know they want people to feel comfortable with them and be like bro i can rely on this person this person has gains he has peace he's successful i want to i just want to be like him you know and that's also another pressure really like if like i said if you're not successful like a lot of men do a lot of things for a woman that's one thing i can tell you for a fact a lot of men will do things for a woman you know like it's really it's never really just about a man and his own thing like a man can also like he can like quote like short-term girls and be short-term goals he can be like bro i want to do this i want to make money because i want to be rich i want to do this but as the future draws near and near like his long-term goal is always usually always to find like you know a great girl or like to have sex with many women or it always has to do something with women and that's a lot of men are really driven with the passion and drive they have for women and like it's just crazy you know like i think i don't want to get like this is off topic so i'm not trying to get too deep into it but one of the things i can say for sure is a lot of men are driven by women the reason that a lot of men act the way that they act is so they can impress women so that they can have women secure in them that's why they have they try to hide back the, the things that make them seem weak things that will make women not feel attracted to them things that would just make women not enjoy their presence or company and it's that's that's one of the deeply deeply rooted things you know with a lot of guys obviously not every man but a lot of heterosexual men so that was just an off topic but that's also one of the deeply rooted things as to why a lot of men don't like enjoy showing their emotions or talking about their mental health issues it's because they just don't want to seem weak to women you know or other men you know but the other men is like a small percentage but mainly it's a lot of women like they don't want to show this thing you know these niggas this nigga's a weak guy you know he, you know can, can't get no girls because he's always crying can't get no girls because he's doing this doing that you know it's crazy it's, it's crazy society that we live in it actually sucks like w- like the way that society has like made everyone not even everyone but like there's something known as the male gaze when it comes to women and honestly speaking like i never knew like this is the first time i'm hearing that like men do like do stuff so that they can impress women like of course this isn't the first time i'm hearing it but like the way you explained it like it's literally the first time that i'm hearing this it actually sucks that as a society we're always trying to do things so that like 
the opposite sex or even other people can perceive us in like a certain way don't get me you wrong know? i don't think it's a bad thing at all like not even a small fraction. i don't think it's a bad thing i think there's an extent to which it can be reduced but mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of passion and being driven by the other sex i don't think it's a bad thing like if i like niggas that invented shit like you think the nigga that, that invented light wants to invent light because he wants to see nah he wants to see some shoddy he wants to see some bumble <laughs> in the club. no light on this cold light <laughs> Thomas Edison was wild. I don't think he invented. I think it was a guy before him. There was someone else that invented. He just copied him. Like, you think that guy was invented just so he could see, bro? Bro. <laughs> don't let anybody lie to you, man. I'm not invented. Lie to you. Please don't bro. kill me, yo. <laughs> but, like, all jokes aside, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it really, it really drives passion. And I think. I, at the end of the day, I see a lot of people say this thing about like men saying they don't need women, they can live without women, or women saying they can live without men. But yeah, everybody can do that. Everybody can live without each other. But it's not great. The passion that we have, that we would have, wouldn't be as driven. It wouldn't be as, you know, hot or burning as it is now. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe it would. Who knows? But as I know now, I know that the drive to want somebody to be secure in you, the drive to want to be rich so that you can comfortably take care of your wife, your kids, your mother, your father, your sisters, your brothers, the drive that we have for other people make also just makes us human. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing at the end of the day because it really pushes a lot of people. Like doing stuff for yourself is great, but why would I want to be alone? Like I saw this crazy, I'm branching off, but I saw this crazy video of Sponge, one of the SpongeBob episodes. And you remember? You know the episode where Squidward was like, "Future, future." One of the crazy things about the episode was when, when Squidward was pushed to the future and pushed to the past, and then he was now finally alone. Like there was a drive for him when he was alone he wanted people but then he wanted to be around people like even though spongebob and patrick were mad annoying and they're just at our balls he would rather not be alone when he's actually alone but when he's with people he wants to be alone like it's human just etiquette etiquette like it's just human drive human nature and i don't think it's a bad thing for a lot of men to be driven by women to want to you know do stuff i feel like we as men and women I can't speak for women because I'm, I'm not a woman. But as, as men, like, there's nothing wrong with having that passion. But to let that passion completely control you and to be a complete mm-hmm. slave to that passion is where we fall off. Because that's where a lot of this, like, not wanting to seem weak to your shoddy is, like, or, like, not wanting to seem like a bum, not wanting to seem, like, you know, useless to your shoddy so you don't chat about your issues you know with her openly because you'll be viewed as weak even though she might not see that but at the same time it's just it's just a it's a weird dynamic like to get into because like you can't assume it for everybody but you can also assume it for everybody if that makes sense yeah so yeah that's that's my take on that mental health issues with men and oh i don't know what happened to suey and i ended up chatting for like 30 minutes (laughs) oh no suey are you there yeah, I'm here. 
You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're, you're, lying. Lying. you're lying. You're lying. You cannot have been there the whole time. The only reason I was trying for that long is because I thought you left. <laughs> no, I wasn't here the whole time, but yeah, maybe like just got here like two minutes ago. Bruh, like imagine if we called you out when you were gone, bro. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> So I just shot for like 30 minutes and just, but you know it's all G I'll just edit some things but yeah I mean I think now that you're here you can chat about um, you know your mental I'm gonna say mental disorder but I don't really like that terminology but yeah how do you how, what is it how do you handle it like can you tell us about that alright so I'll go ADHD mm. that's Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. And it's like... It's so crazy, I never really knew what that stood for. But go on. Same dog. Yes, yeah, it's wild. It's just long, bro. <laughs> so basically, like... How can I explain? It's like, I don't know, you have like a short attention span. You know? Yeah. Like, you can focus on one thing at a time. Like, your brain is, like... Trying to do a lot of things. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't focus for too long, basically. And then you end up doing a lot of things at once. That's, That's the hyperactivity. A lot of things at once. Then yeah, yeah that's uh, how do you cope with that? Yeah, it's, it's wild. I don't know. I feel like how can I explain it? But it's like I don't even know what I do, man. I just live. <laughs> just live with it. But like, uh, what do I do, bro? Um, uh, one of the things I do is like personally I set goals for even like just for the day for the year however you're feeling each day do you set like a new goal or something like something you want to achieve like like how long does you actually like normally pay attention for to something like let's say like you're like like you're you said you're a photographer right yeah like how like I'm just asking questions but when you're taking a you know photograph like and you're taking pictures you normally like lose the attention like, yeah. like ah, that's that's so crazy so how, how do you how do you work with that uh I don't know I feel like photography is one of my escapes like that's one oh, of the things crazy. that I can focus on for like the longest time like that's like it's my drive it's my passion you know what i mean so i don't know it just i can focus on that for uh, even days that's mad that's mad because i know when you're taking a photo photograph like catching a photo at the perfect moment like you gotta be like mad patient and like you gotta realize yeah you know pay attention to what you're looking at because i i try to take some photographs and like bro like like you use like a proper camera in it like you don't use like a phone or anything yeah 
yeah, so like I, I can barely keep like one eye open, bro. I, I get so tired. So <laughs> that's one of my, that's one of my questions. Like, how do like how do you keep one eye open with the camera, like focused, trying to like like do all that, especially when you have ADHD. Like you said, it's one of your escapes, right? Like how does that make you feel? Like when you're taking yeah. a photo, bro. Um, when I'm taking a photo, it feels like like nothing else matters in that that's, moment you know what i mean that's so nice yeah so it's like i don't know when i look through that lens everything mm-hmm. else just like slows down yeah like that's just so blurs funny. out so everything funny. around me <laughs> that's so funny i'm so sorry <laughs> uh, bro we have actually learning pickup lines here bro bruh yeah so yeah when i when i look through that lens everything just blurs out everything else just blurs out just, <laughs> so, i keep yeah. thinking about what i just said 20 seconds ago why did i say that everything slows down but no that's honestly so nice to hear so like apart from like, from, like photography how you professionally do it like growing up with ADHD, like how have you actually coped with that? Like with friends and like studying, for example. Like, how do you focus in school? Like, how old school like for you? You know, making friends. You know, when like, when did you get bored of talking to niggas? Whenever you talk to someone new, did you get bored of them? Like, like how how does it work? You know, it's like it's not like you get bored, but right. it's like something else like catches your attention and you immediately yeah. focus on that. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, for example, if I'm studying, yeah. and uh, let me say if I'm talking to someone, mm-hmm. and then in the back or behind them, if I'm facing them, if something behind them moves or if there's a sound somewhere else, I'm going to focus on that immediately. And I'll completely forget what we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, so it's wild. Like for you then, like, uh, like test, like taking, like for example, taking a test. Like, how old was that like for you? Yeah, taking a test, taking a test is actually mad with this, because. Go on, sorry. Yeah, because, ish, I don't know. I can't count the number of times I've been distracted during a test or an exam or something. Damn. Yeah, someone's just gonna move, and I'll immediately just look over there and try and see what's going on. So, did your teachers like, try to make like an exception for you? Like, did they try to like support you? Nah, uh, actually, not many people know that I have ADHD. Oh man, that was, that was gonna be my follow-up question. Like, did you tell your friends, or did you have someone you could chat to about it that like would try to support you or like you know help you out in a way? Uh, no, uh, very few people actually know this that I have ADHD. I think it's just my my siblings and my counselor. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. How how did that make you feel? You know, like because some niggas would like who think you like a lot of people like if they didn't know you had ADHD, you just they think you're an asshole. You know, like yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> so how how did you, how did you cope with that? Why, why, why did you feel the need to tell anyone about it, if I may ask? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... I hear that. In, in the moments, 
and the conversations that were going on it didn't really come up in that I mean and then Enough, so. I don't know. Yeah, I just seem like I'm not, I'm not trying to pressure you to answer, but yeah, like yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Because I know I remember back when I was in IST, I think it was grade nine, grade ten. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I was <laughs> actually a stupid story. I don't know if you guys know Miss Lukumbuzia, and I'm actually so sorry for outing your name like that. But I remember I, it was an economics lesson in it. And there were a couple of lessons, but there was one particular particular lesson where I was trying to read a book. But like sometimes when I'm reading some words, they're just too long to try to like for my brain to actually not comprehend. I, I can read the word, but I because I'm not trying to be embarrassed out loud, like trying to read words out loud, like I might take some time to like try to like pronounce the words. So I don't embarrass myself. Like I was more focused on embarrassment than like actually like saying the word so there was like a lesson where i was reading the, i was reading a book like out loud and like i just kind of like stopped like i couldn't read the word and then my teacher was like hey yo fam what's going on like this movie kind of called me out <laughs> and i was like bro yeah. like you know like i'm i'm cool like just give me a sec and then she's like bro no 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 come out like people who went to school with me like remember it like and they took my economics they remember this day if they can Miss Lukabuja took me out of that classroom she sat me outside she's like alright bro here's what we're gonna do I'm gonna give you this book you're gonna read a couple words here and I want you to read it properly but at this time it was just like anxiety at a point like bro I'm so anxious like why should I be reading yeah. next to you why do I have to prove to you and then she's like alright alright so nigga you can't read I'm like bro I can read but I'm kind of like I didn't even explain it properly to her but she just assumed I couldn't read and she's like Mm-hmm. Do you think you have um what's the word dyslexia? I said yeah. yeah. I'm like no no I know the word but this is how this is how she yeah. was. I was just kind of explain the story how I remember it. But she was like, do you think you have um what's the word dyslexia? Then I'm like, bro, I, I don't. You know, I, I I can read. I'm actually just anxious. And the things I could read, but because of that, and the thing is, I don't know. Like at a point it gets hard to even try to talk to people about it but I didn't have dyslexia but because Miss Lukumbuzia made it a big deal she reported it to like counselors she reported it to my English teacher she's like hey yo every time this thing is in class make him read out loud and every time I was in English Bruh. class this, this, the lady made me read out loud but I, it was, I couldn't even it's not like I couldn't read but it was out of like anxiety that I couldn't read and like it was just like, nerve wracking at a point so like yeah, eventually, like, I, what's it called? I, give me a sec. Apologies, I'm gonna have to edit that small space out. But eventually, like, I was forced to, like, go take medical exams. And again, it wasn't even like I had dyslexia. It was more the fact that I was anxious reading out loud to people. I can read on my ones and I can understand the story and I can see the words, but reading out loud and trying to pronounce a big word fast was not my cup of tea. But as a cause of that, next thing you know, I was diagnosed with dyslexia and I had, I was an IST, right? So they put me like learning support for like a year. And at a point, like, it was calm, but it was really embarrassing. I couldn't even chat about it because I was embarrassed to chat about it because people were kind of like, oh, bro, your learning support can't even come to, like, econ. Like, people would make fun of it at a point. And, like, growing up, like, 
I knew for a fact I didn't have dyslexia, but the fact that I, I, I was labeled that way, I couldn't really chat about it with my friends. So, like, I kind of understand where you're coming from when it comes to, like, you know, school and not talking to friends about it or talking to people about it because at a point, I just yeah. felt like people were kind of, like, making fun of me. You're like, we're, like, limiting my capacity. Oh, Mike, you got dyslexia, you know? Like, you know, you can't. I want you to read this. I want you to, like, I just felt kind of neglected. And it's so weird, you know, growing up as a kid, not not to even talk about a man, but as a kid growing up and people limiting you because of that. So, like, it's it's hard out here, you know? Like, I really get you when it comes to, like, trying to express yourself. And I don't think, I think, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, I don't want to use the term mental disorder or, like, mental illness because it just seems like I'm categorizing you and next you know, it seems like I'm judging you. You know, and I feel like people were judging me at a certain point because, you know, people thought I had dyslexia. And it was such a funny story to me, too, because I actually really didn't. Like, I was I was just anxious. I was mad anxious. And next thing you know, I had to go through this whole thing. And I don't know, man. And it was a lot of money, too, bro. Bro, this thing is actually, like, this actually, it's actually so weird how people are treating me you know, as a cause of you know mental disorders and mental issues because it's expensive yeah, bro i paid like fifteen hundred dollars for a test all that man. <laughs> I, bro it was so expensive for no reason man like imagine like imagine people that can't see have to wear glasses how are you gonna pay to wear glasses at the point it's like you don't even want this disorder anymore man like <sighs> for real bro. Like- get into the questions that I want to ask Sui. like what you said about like you not even wanting the disorder because um, like shit is really expensive and all that like I remember there was a time I was having like a conversation with my parents and all that like I'm not really gonna get about so basically I was talking about um, how I wanted to go to uni like I didn't want to finish my last year of high school like I wanted to go to uni and they were like the foundation not necessarily like those unis that I wanted to do like I could just start my freshman year without a foundation year that's crazy (laughs) so they were like oh you know because of your mental health we don't think that you can go like you can live on your own and all that and I was like okay fine like I can still do therapy um, like I could do online sessions with my therapist and I was like first of all do you know how expensive your therapist is and you expect us like to continue paying for it while you're out there and it's like that's the thing you know when it comes to like stuff to do with mental with mental health like shit is really 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 expensive Yeah. you know like I wish people understood that like having like a counselor and having like a therapist should be more of like a service you know like what they do in like um national hospitals and all that no but the thing yeah like it's weird (laughs) i hate i hate the society that we live in but hopefully like me like i really think the government should like sponsor more like give more subsidies for like you know stuff like this because the reason some hospitals are free is because the government is subsidizing the hospitals but people will actually be like i know i have like a couple friends who are going to uni to study psychology so they can become therapists <laughs> it's not like they're going to school for free in it you know they have to pay mm-hmm. thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars so they can get their education and it's not even free so it's like when they want to come out of it like 
it'd be great to do it as a service, but like living in this society, you know, you got you got bills to pay, bro. There's so many things you gotta take, and the thing is, nobody's helping you out. Like you really gotta make it out on your wants. I don't. Th- I think it should be subsidized, subsidized so it can be cheaper. But making it free, especially for people who have invested the time to actually like learn and be patient, because not a lot of people can do it. Not anybody can like take care of someone who needs help. You know, like, yeah, a lot of people who like like even like relationship counselor. You know, it's it's tiring to hear somebody yeah. you rant about. You know. The, the problems or something at a certain point I mean but like people who go to school and have to pay like it, it's ta- it's kind of talent at a point who have the patience to listen and sit and you know take care of the person at a point they need to like be subsidized by the government like the issue here is the government has nothing to really do with the person or like the agency like if it was subsidized more and people actually like or like let's say like people contributed to like a you know something so that people can actually like go for support that'd be great but like for now like the expenses make sense to me because like you know people go to university to study these things and people who have the patience and are talented to listen to people and have the patience for it like they kind of need to be congratulated for their efforts at the same time and to be congratulated is to pay your bills you know as adults and it's crazy but yeah that was my take on that like i hear you though for real when you say like it should be cheaper for real but yeah it's hard out here you know life life is crazy man i guess there's no manual when you get into your 20s bro like <laughs> life you know and you got the bills to pay things to do yeah <sighs> it's crazy but yeah like so that was dope to hearing that all all that from you, Sui, for real. Like, like I don't know, I don't know how you've been doing it, but, but like, go on. Were you saying something? No, no. I have like uh-huh. a question to ask, Sui. Like, how did your parents react to like? Um, you having ADHD like how did the conversation even come up like did they know like from like when you were like really young that you had ADHD or like how did like everything happen and all uh it happened because but I kept on forgetting stuff like uh for example if they tell me to do something if they send me somewhere to get something, I'll, if I find something like more interesting or more attractive, you know what I mean? I'll go that way and I'll, I'll get back home and they'll be like, yo, did you do this and this? And they'll be like, yo, it was wild. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> yeah. I'm that sorry for like... laughing, but that is so funny because like, <laughs> Bro, but my mom whooped my ass. No, because that's no, yeah. that's actually so deep, especially in African communities. Like, if somebody's child did that, you'd be like, "Hey, yo, bro, this this is a disobedient child. He exactly. You know, he's, he's just going around, you know, spending my money on other stuff. He doesn't do what he's told. He's he's a bad boy. But like, it's so crazy that some parents are able to be like, "Hey, yo, you know what? 
what's wrong with my child? Like, let's actually get it checked up. But other, a lot of African parents yeah. will be like, nah, if I'm like, this is just a bad child, or they'll take me to church <laughs> for, for like 10, 10, you know, a couple couple hours. Next thing you know, like, you think it's gone, back. next thing you know, you're blaming demons. Next thing you know, the child's like, he's now in boarding school or a whole new church for like, you know, a couple years. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Being a parent, bro, like I'm, some people, some people do not deserve to be parents, in my honest opinion, because I know it's hard, but fam, there's no need to take on that responsibility if you're not gonna like. Period. You know. mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's yeah, also yeah. like I see from both perspectives, like having a kid at the same time. There's no, there's actually no manual to be like, hey, yo, this is how you take care of a kid, because each kid is kind of unique. You know, even having siblings, yeah. it's not every sibling is the same. You don't, you can't take care of one one child the way you take care of another. So, ish, bro, this life, bro, it's hard. It's hard out here. Man. <laughs> There's so many perspectives, so many things. There's a saying in Kiswahili. It goes like, "Hi, Maisha, see ya kwetu." It's like this life oh, yeah. is not ours. I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah. I was just being, I was being annoying. I did not hear what you said. <laughs> <laughs> what was the translation for that? It's basically like this life isn't ours. I don't know what yeah. that means, but it's so funny saying it. Yes, yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really make sense in English. It probably makes more sense than <laughs> like, Yeah, but I, I get that though. I get I kinda get that to some extent. But yeah, man, that's that's crazy. Yeah. We'll, we'll plug you'll plug your photography because like that's crazy, like if people hear heard this from a different perspective, like, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just think it's absolutely crazy for me having ADHD and to be able to one talk about it on the podcast and to, you know, take photography with it and have that be your escapism. You know, that's that's absolutely that. You know, I hope you're proud of yourself yeah. for doing that because that's that's amazing, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. Other than that, I think I think we we're good on this podcast. Yeah, we we always forget to tell people to get a snack. It's always been an hour, dude. You know what? That's on them. <laughs> if, if you like, saw the, if you why saw this podcast, like this? I'm a problematic person, but uh, like, if you saw this podcast length for like 53 minutes and you decide, you decide to get something to eat or like have earphones in and chill and listen, I swear down, that's on you, bro. <laughs> like, if you listen this far and you just sat down and that's on you. But yeah, other than that, I think I think we're good. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Do you guys have anything to say? Oh, once again, though, like I just want to remind our male listeners that Mike's and I's DMs are always open if you want to talk about anything, and that don't let your emotions be bottled up you know whatever you're going through talk about it with someone somebody that who cares for you and all that and yeah like just sending I'm gonna, love wait, and vibes continue, I'm pretty continue. continue I'm not gonna cap like I love everybody who listens to this but my DMs are not open like that no cap like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm be straight up I think it's better I'll, I'll help you find someone to talk to I'll help you no my DMs are open then my DMs are open Ellie's DMs are definitely open but me I've been like bro I hear you I'll find you somebody to actually talk to 
but my DMs are not open like that. You can DM me to hear, hey, yo, where can I ha- find help? I'm more than happy to help <laughs> to find somebody, but I cannot be that person. <laughs> that's, Good that's just night. <laughs> Good night, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, <laughs>